Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Cause I'm as free as a bird, y'all. These pink houses ain't the same. Oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is June. It's late June. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, we've only seen we've you and I have only seen each other twice yep. since like <clears throat> March seventh, probably eighth, or it's probably like March fifth because uh, I had a birthday and then I had a string of gigs and then my last gig was on March eighth and then this all happened. Weird. It's literally the last time I saw you. Yeah. And then I saw you earlier this week. Yeah. For a second. You and then and gave me a ride for the mechanic. Yeah. And then now we have podcast. Yep. Plus we're doing a live stream with uh, Tom Catmull, Jesse Netzloff, Jamie Rogers, and Travis Yost. Yep. This evening. Yep. Otherwise known as Tom Catmull's Last Resort. Yep. We're and doing the full no band. No one is nervous about it. No one has any anxiety about it. <laughs> Jesus, I don't. No, me neither. I have tons of anxiety about it. Um. Because I'm... <laughs> he just said, I don't. I have tons of anxiety about it. <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm running the live stream. I'm uh, doing all of the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff for it. And yeah. it's very stressful for me. But we're going to film the documentary about the behind-the-scenes. Yeah. There, we'll also be getting a multi-track of this. <laughs> and there's some other, it'll, But it's really intense for me to make sure it happens correctly. Oh. And it's got to be mixed well. Which is all up to me. Yeah. That's a lot of stress for me. And it's just a, you know, hey, you know, it's just fun, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, actually, people will be watching because they're, this will be the first time the band has played oh, since like January. God, I'm going to barf. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen Netzloff since I think last year. When was the last time we played a gig? We had a union club. I don't even know oh, if I can play drums anymore. February 14th Honestly. was the last gig, I think. <sighs> was the last band gig. Is that right? Yeah. yeah that's right. Union club. So, that's what's going on there. Plus, I'm having an allergic reaction to, this, to the anxiety time. talking about the live stream gives me. You're going to be fine. I hope. I'm going to play really quiet. I'm going to be so respectful of your needs. Oh, nice. Yep. Thank you. You, just, you say, just for me. play quieter. I play quieter. You say, play faster. I play faster. You tell me exactly what to do the whole time, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Sweet. Then it, then it will be fine. Uh, that's gonna cool. be great. So that's just an added thing. So we are. We're you pretty. To, you have to play drums. We're stressed about this. <laughs> it's stressful. It's stressful, and it's okay to be stressed. The internet about thing it. hadn't dawned. It really hadn't dawned on me. I wasn't sure if I should tell my family about it. I wrote. I started writing the email yesterday. Because uh-huh. this, in reality, this is like the rare opportunity for most of them to see me play music. Yeah. Like, this is a really, I don't think any of them know this is, like, really a part of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, a, like, one of three parts of my life. Oh, like, like, and also possibly most of them think you, like, still are working for the independent. Yeah, probably. No, I think, I don't know. I don't know what they think, actually. But I don't think they think of me as playing music. Um, and uh, so this, I thought it would be kind of fun for them for that, you yeah. know? And... But then I was like, I can't, 
I don't know. Well, it's here's just, the solution. The reality of it then sunk in that they could all then be there. Yeah, here's the solution. But then I ended up, did I did send it to them. You did. I was going to say the solution is I always post uh, the Facebook live streams the next day. I post them in full to YouTube. If, the, so, if, if everybody signs off on it. If it all is per- perfect. If I think it's good enough, it'll go up. And, and my my standards are much higher than all three of yours. I think we just have different standards. I have no, no way to... I, won't, I wouldn't post anything that was terrible. No, you wouldn't. No, of course you wouldn't. But no. sometimes, like, what if... What if you have a little thing? Yeah. I'll, I'll deem it... I'll, I'll, Maybe it'll be funny. Maybe I'll really if I when I fuck up I'll like laugh hysterically while we're filming it, so it looks like I'm being like cool about fuck. You know, like yeah. I'm not embarrassed. I think yeah. it's funny. <laughs> like, that's anyway, cool. what I'd say is beyond you adding the extra amount of fear to this idea, <laughs> but once it's posted the next day, you get to judge whether or not you want to send that to people. Oh, that's the- I should have kept it secret. I'm a little disappointed, but I didn't tell them that it would be on YouTube, so it'll be on. Yeah, they don't know that. It'll be there later. They just think they're gonna miss it. Also, I don't think any of them have Facebook. Yeah, you gotta have Facebook to watch the Facebook live stream. Well, you can watch it without Facebook, uh, without an account, because it's public. But it kind of, it's kind of weird. Like you can't like make it full screen or something. You can't participate in the live stream. Like you can't make comments or I don't even think you can see the comments. People can make comments, huh? Also, if you're not on Facebook, is that mandatory? It's really fun. Is it? Uh, actually, Oh, I'll unload. Sorry. Actually. Oh, okay. Here, I'll do the, Oh, that's real. real talk with Jamie and Trav with Jaime and and Trave. The, uh, (laughs) that's how Tom Camel spells my name. Jaime for four years now. I don't, is that? Yeah. Um, Jaime. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was in the newspaper like that just this week. Hamaste. Hamaste. The um um uh all unload, there are people who um they just have to say something and they don't realize that it could be construed as negative to the person who's performing on the live stream. Oh um, yeah. And then there's also people with different expectations who say things that are like, Hey, well, okay, no one else is worried about that. And I don't go into detail because it'll be too specific, probably. And uh, and then there's people who, um, uh, you know, text and tone don't always coincide. So what they say when they're quote unquote, "I was just joking," could be super offensive and ruin your yeah. live stream. You can't you can't interpret tone. No, all what you should do is say, "Hey, I really like that song." I mean, clap emoji and move the fuck on. Uh, honestly. Even when in person, yeah. in situations where you're playing music in front of people, like in a bar setting, it's pretty hard to interpret tones. Yes, they are also. Yeah. So um, there is, there's, and there's always a, uh, there's always somebody out there that thinks it can sound better, worse, different. When I work really hard to try to make it the problem Do is people make comments 100 like percent. like it doesn't sound good yeah like oh i wish i could hear the bass better and be like well you're on a phone dude i'm sorry I the bass is there enough oh, for a phone but if somebody's listening on headphones then the bass would be too much if somebody's using their tv to watch this the bass would be overpowering but on your phone it's not so you have to mix for all three devices essentially headphone uh, so when we phone computer when we 
get our shit together tonight and sound check <laughs> is it gonna is it gonna be really a is mixing it gonna be really an, an, a like challenge i'll be mixing the whole time we're rehearsing to get it yeah dead in yeah to get it as close as i can to something that makes sense for iphone speakers plus headphones plus shitty headphones plus tvs plus computers yeah so like real <laughs> real middle of the road yeah, it'll sound good for all the road. That's kind of my goal tonight, actually. Anyway, so that's good. <laughs> Performance wise, yeah, mine as well. Mine as well. Because we're doing something very special, which is uh, none of these songs. Most of these songs are still in their infancy, in a way. They haven't been yeah. recorded. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, uh, it's very special. Don't I'm sure. Oh yeah! Oh cool! We're actually this is we're not live right now, right. which means I can say hopefully uh, twenty of you requested songs that you already know, and they're the same ones you request every week. Great, thanks. And I I will not be watching the comments during this show either, which normally I watch them and feed Tom some information. Oh wow! You guys are like a little, a little show. Thing. Yeah, and it's fun. You want to you do want to participate with the comments because they're watching, and it's probably the most attention you've ever gotten actually yeah. at a show because <laughs> when you look at the number and it's like oh there's 50 people watching I've, I don't think I've ever had 50 people actually watching me yeah so uh, you do want to participate we will not be participating tonight because I'm using all of my devices to make this happen to where I can't use one of them yeah, to watch I'm getting Facebook. like goosebumps like we're like it's a, it's a big it's deal a real pr- production it's actual production are at there its, multiple cameras at its lowest level one camera no Oh, I thought that'd be like a kick drum pedal. <laughs> that's some that's some real deep nerdy shit. Yeah, it would be really cool. That, that People would find it really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about the kick drum pedal on drum videos is uh, there's moments where I feel like that is only there as additional proof that well you know i actually played that yeah totally. like, well of course you did i'm watching totally. the video yeah that was the drum of machine of course i watched the video yeah like i know <laughs> you were that worried but also it's also on that note it's the same as hey check it out just in case you missed because you can't see me playing the kick drum look what i just did yeah it's, it's i mean <laughs> that's like what drumming videos are yeah pretty much yeah 100 percent it's mostly just like barfing. Yeah, and and times where I am curious, like what are you doing? I I I uh, I can use it for that, but that's like two percent of the time. The rest of the time, it's me clicking on shit, and, and it's another drum solo. Yeah. Well, there's another drum solo. Yeah. There is another, or people doing the drum covers where they're just playing along with the. Yeah. And it is those like, are very strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, the drum covers are really weird. Yeah. Cause it's impressive. Like you you did that exactly. Yeah. That's really cool. And you're super slick about it. Yeah. Uh but it just I already heard it. Yeah, I already heard it. <laughs> it doesn't sound any different. And, then the and one, I know and I knew that a human being played it. Yeah, we know like, it, I knew it was possible. Then there's <gasps> ones where the people do the they play along with the tune and play something different. Which is essentially just more complicated yeah. and more of a solo yeah. over. Yeah. I can't believe it's like that it's like a lot of poly yeah, a stuff lot, happening. Yeah, yeah. Very much more. Just more. Mm-hmm. Hitting the more button over um. And it is a it's nerdy. Tune. It is nerdy. One hundred percent. Yeah. 
and it's very interesting and it's for nerdy people yes yeah yep yeah it's a sociological thing that's like i used to buy the drum vhs's in the 90s to learn how to play drums yeah and i of those like eight vhs's i had i probably have emulated everything i learned off of those yeah because that was the only access i had to seeing like oh there's how kenny arnoff does that fill yeah (laughs) got it that's how Chad Smith does that. Got it. But now <laughs> you can watch a thousand videos of one song yeah, and everyone's take on it and how to do it, how they do it, yeah. what they would have done, or just, hey, look, hey, look, 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 I'm playing it <laughs> along with the thing. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, very strange. Got it. Getting some of them feel very thirsty to use the Kermit, the Kermit, the current nomenclature for needing likes. Oh, is that thirsty? thirsty. Ooh, yeah, is that horrible? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the real thirsty. Yeah, it is. Like, where, hey, you should, wouldn't it be cool if you were in a band? And I know right now, obviously, that's, but this has been going on for five years, yeah. six years of drumming videos that you're like, you should be in a band. Yeah. You should go get a job. Oh, and it's so funny. That's such a funny thing because some of those, and I'm sure this is true in all kinds of industries and hobbies and niches on Instagram. Uh, What's up, niches? But with but with <laughs> drums, it's like uh, you you have these dudes who are like pretty huge on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, and have a ton of followers and are do amazing videos. And then you, they occasionally will do a video of them gigging. Yeah. And it'll be like, you know, in a park on a Saturday afternoon with like a bunch of kids yeah. dancing. Yeah, they don't have you know? gigs. They do. And it's just really weird because they're mega in this one community and then like, yeah. You know, just kind of doing. They have the same gigs we have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's very strange. And I get it. Also, you know, I I'm in I'm saying that in jest that they should yeah, you should go be in a band. Well, uh, yeah, there's not that many bands. Or maybe not. Maybe that's what they should do. Yeah, maybe that's what they should just just play and be pseudo inspirational on the it's internet. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I I watch. I I mean, obviously, you and I watch. Yeah. These videos. Instagram is very huge for the like. Give me give me thirty seconds of what you can do next. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Oh, look at you. I know. <laughs> I know. It does. It's not I, music anymore. I have to say the net result of it for me, uh, not being nearly as technically proficient as you are, is just like uh, not that much I, better. I. I, I this is just making me feel bad about myself. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't need to watch this shit I, uh, <laughs> It's funny over the last 20 years watching what technically proficient means because that style has changed. There are, there are videos that blew our goddamn minds in 95 that are kind of cheesy now. Yeah. It's really strange that way because... Other instruments don't really have that. Drums have that, where we get into these styles of drumming that take over for a minute. Yeah. And for like five years, be like, oh, it's these type of polyrhythms that are cool. Yeah. When uh, it's not what was happening on the VHSs that were cool back like 30 years ago. So right. it's a very strange uh, thing to watch evolve. Yeah. I, it's 
somewhat enjoyable, somewhat inspiring. I really am not. I, I just, I like watching them where it's somebody who seems to be enjoying themselves. <laughs> That's more inspiring. Like you watch somebody playing a, this monster drum fill. It's nuts. And one hand's behind his back and he does this and at least he's smiling yeah. and like has a wink about it. Yeah. Then I get it. You know who just kills it is uh, Drew Barker. Yes, his videos are so great because he looks like he's having fun. He's having so much fun and they sound great. Yeah. I know. He's doing good. He's a great drummer. Check him out on uh on the gram. Facebook or Grams. Drew, Drew Barker. The Drew face. Barker drums, maybe. I think that's what it is, yeah. Um yeah, he's also he's on there. He's out. He 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 be out there, as they say. Which is, um, if you post like I do, post a drumming video, he comments on how great it is, uh, whether it is or not, and he uh, being uh, quite inspirational on his end. He says which that which makes me feel so good. That's nice. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so nice. They're all so nice. I know. I all know. those Barker boys. I know they want to be inspirational and provide you with good gear. I don't really know. And they do. Brand, I don't know the bass player, brother. Very I don't well. know him that well either. Maybe he's a jerk. <laughs> Hot take. But probably Maybe. not. I mean, he's not probably. If we judge him based on his family members, no. He's definitely not. Okay. Um. What were we? What were we gonna say? We were gonna talk about how I can't watch TV anymore because I don't know if what I'm watching is you've, good. You watch so much. I have burnt my entertainment retina. It's gone. Oh man! I don't know if what I'm. I've literally now I've gone backwards to like I'm rewatching things that I loved. Like I watched Twister last night. Oh my god! How was Twister? You don't know. You can't tell. No, I I remembered because I had that on VHS when it came out, and I'd watched it a thousand times. Yeah. So I know every move of that, but all the old memories came back of like. Wait, why is he saying that? <laughs> Wait, who's this? And uh, uh, or why did they make that a plot device? Or I know what exposition is now, but I didn't know what that was when I was watching movies in the in the nineties. And knowing that that movie is ninety five percent exposition. Oh, just people describing what's happening. <laughs> yes, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is amazing, simultaneously terrible. Uh, like the I forgot he was in that. He's the storm bro that just keeps. He's like, oh fuck! It's the oh they're oh they've reached the cone. Oh, is, oh. He, is he like jolly, kind of? Yes, like a energetic stoner. Oh, extreme. Man. Is his hair kind of long? Yeah, and he, and he's got terrible like he's constantly pulling up his cargo pants and. Uh, and is it Bill Paxton? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Is it Bill Paxton? No. Uh, yeah, Bill Paxton is the main character. And, and Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. And Isn't there another? Is Jack Black or somebody like Carrie, that in it? Carrie Ulysses? Or how, uh, what's, how, how do you say his name uh, from uh, Princess Bride? Carrie. Oh, right, 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 right. He's like, he's he's like bad a guy. bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad he's guy. He's always the bad guy except for Princess Bride. Jack Black is not in this movie. You're mistaking that with his appearances actually, in the it, other ones. Sorry, is he the bad guy in any other movies? I don't know. I said he's always the bad guy, like really. And then I just thought of two movies. I don't think he's ever. Yeah, I don't. Where he's a good guy. <laughs> he's rarely the. I don't think he's ever bad. But he seems bad. like a good bad guy. He could be. He's kind of creepy. But I don't think he is. <clears throat> I cannot think of a bad guy Jack Black moment. No, I was talking about Kerry. Oh, yeah. No, he's fantastic as a bad guy. He is a bad guy and stuff. Yes. 
Right? That was my. That's what I thought. Yeah, I just I can't but, even think of what but else. Robin Hood in, and in stuff. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. He's a, he's Robin Hood. Yeah, he's the opposite Robin of a bad guy. It depends on which perspective. Saw he just die, he just gets murdered, right? He's not a bad guy. Or is he the bad guy in that one? Is he part of it? I think he's just in the first. Oh, is he? I thought it ended up. I don't remember how the twist works at the end of the Saw one. Well, Saw one, we can say he is not a bad guy. Which Saw has the. Uh, uh, hot tub of syringes. I think I only saw the first one. I oh. saw them all. Um, I had I watched uh, my uh, circadian rhythms are all fucked oh, right good. now. That feels good. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be going to bed at like three thirty in the morning. No, oh. <laughs> like getting up at one. Oh god, because getting up only because it's started to get hot. We literally, <laughs> I'm close to waking up. What you're falling asleep? Uh-huh. It's so weird. Yeah, no, literally, yeah. Uh, but I watched all the Paranormal Activity movies mm. one night. <laughs> There's like six of them. Okay, I love those movies. The first one, I thought I saw the first one in the theater, mm-hmm. and I actually saw it twice in the theater. Is that ridiculous? No. I thought it was so fucking scary. It's really good. <laughs> in that, and like in like in a cool way. In that, you know, I think. It's the found. All there is is like some fishing line pulling a yeah. door shut. Like no. that's how techy it gets. Its simplicity is what makes it great. It's really good. No, uh, the jump scares and whatnot in those are so like you have to watch them, and it draws you in enough to where you're like, you're you're staring at a like a uh, security footage, home security footage of like a living room for four minutes. And the chandelier just kind of tinkles. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. And it's pretty... It's pretty good. It's They're really good. I don't know what, it costs like $10,000 to make or something silly like They've that. They've got to be nothing. I mean, the first one especially was yeah. just... So what are the other ones like? More of the same. Are they still low budget? Yeah. They're all about the same. But they all end up getting connected. Like, there's like a character from the first one makes an appearance in the last three seconds. I got chills when I thought about it because it actually Whoa. worked. The like I, it's a character from the first or the second one makes an appearance in the fourth or the fifth one, like in the last three seconds. Like her head pops into the Whoa. Like you open up a door and like the flashlight moment and you're like, oh fuck, she's from the other movie. And, <laughs> and like, whoa, oh wait, oh and it turns out to be some like coven or cult. It like eh, eh. I watched him again, and uh, I still don't really understand what happened. But okay, but I was paying attention. How do you? Where, but that's how I don't know. In terms of your uh, um, hours per day, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> you like degrading into not being able to tell if something is good or not. Mm-hmm. How far into that process were you when you watched the Paranormal Activity movies? It was it, beginning. Beginning, so you still had kind of a grasp. Yeah. So it might actually. No, I think those are like still people good. maybe could watch. Yeah. Aaron Jennings just told me that he loves when we talk about movies, but he's actually never watched a movie we've talked about. <laughs> what? Yeah. We've talked about every movie. We've. Li- <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, every movie has been mentioned. That's. I mean, <laughs> every single movie. Every one. Rosebud. It, Rosebud's a sled. Wait, is Rosebud um, <laughs> is it the name of the movie? No, but Rosebud is the sled. Wait, so wait, wait. 
<laughs> I was just in case we that didn't was mention the beginning of your list of all the movies we've talked in about. In case we have, in case like, we haven't oh. mentioned Citizen Kane, it's been mentioned. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Got um, it. Uh, you know, mastery of theatrical lighting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. So now we've talked about Citizen Kane. Yeah, we've got it. Okay. Um, I uh, uh, the last thing I watched that I thoroughly enjoyed before this, like, dive into uh, insanity of not knowing whether or not something's good or not is Veronica Mars is fucking awesome. Oh yeah. You told me that. Yeah. And you had me watch something that I seriously enjoyed. Oh, Outer, Outer, Banks. Outer Banks. Outer Banks is only because um, it ends on a cliffhanger and we'll never see that other season. What that, do you mean? That season's two years away at least. So what? Oh, well I, that cliffhanger. S- expedite that shit. <laughs> the problem, Greenlight it. The problem is it has been, but they were supposed to be filming it right now. But don't they have to go to the Bahamas to film this one? Oh, cli- oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! They're going to the Bahamas. Oh, I hope so. Um, it's in the first episode. They they actually foreshadowed that one really well. Uh, that the Bahamas was how it was going to end. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a whole thing about. Uh, there's a whole flashback to the dad talking about the Bahamas. So. There's a thing that was like, oh, that's pretty good. My problem was was that I was so invested, and even though it's kind of dumb, I was so invested that the cliffhanger, that it didn't give us anything. I know. I wanted the dad to pay. Like, I like the TV cliffhangers that at least give you like closure on one of the five arcs. I know. I wanted, this one, nothing. I wanted the dad and Rafe or whatever <laughs> yeah. to suffer. What's his name? Ralph? Rafe? Rafe. The kid? Rafe? The main kid? Who goes really dark. What? You mean the... the, No. Oh, Oh. no, no. Oh, John Boy or something? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, JP? No, yeah. John. Yeah, what is it? Oh, fuck. It's weird. It's his first... It's like a first and middle name or something, but it's strange. This is how much we enjoyed it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. John. John. Oh, oh, no. John Doe? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. John, go ahead. Google Outer Banks. No, not not you, Jamie. John Boy. Something like that. It's something really annoying like that. Um, John, uh, John, John. <laughs> this is the best podcast on earth. Um, no, I keep talking about what you enjoyed about it. <laughs> uh, no, what my problem was was that I was it. It really worked, and I was so invested, even though it was so fucking dumb. Oh wait, they just call him John B. John B. John Boy. I was kind of close. Um, the, the fact that, uh, there's five arcs in that season and you get closure on zero of them. Yeah. It's rough. I think they thought that the next season was going to be out like this summer because they were supposed to be filming it in March. So I think they thought it was coming. Also, John B is barely acceptable as a 16 year old right now. Like that dude, that actor can not waste any more time. He's 25. Unless they're going to. No, I think he's like forty. Oh, really? <laughs> I think he's, I think he's, I think he's way older. This isn't going to matter for the audience who hasn't seen the show. But let me tell you, the my- show is I. So here's the thing that's funny is I was uh, we our neighbor's uh, daughter who's sixteen or seventeen mm-hmm. comes and weeds at our house sometimes. In this spring, I was weeding with her, and she was we were talking about TV shows. And she was like, I asked her what she was into. And she said, she's really into this show, Outer Banks. But I probably wouldn't like it. 
and then that night my Challenge my accepted. buddy my buddy in a in a, in a in a text thread is starts texting at like eleven o'clock at night and is like I am obsessed with this show. I'm gonna pull it all later. I can't stop. Don't waste your so time because it. it doesn't I mean, end. It is it's pretty I mean, it's good. It was really enjoyable. I enjoyed the shit it's, out of it. It's fucking weird. It's a strange show. There's one specific thing that I don't enjoy about it, which is there's these four main characters who are friends. He's 27. Oh, yeah. He's not going to look. He's not going to look 18. Chase Stokes. Um, my, these four friends, they're teenagers. They go through some shit <laughs> constantly from episode one. They are experiencing things that normal kids don't experience. Yeah. And they all seem pretty smart. Yeah. At times. But then all of a sudden, they're idiots, and they talk over each other for entire episodes. Yeah. They also <laughs> live in a town. They where, never, never listen to each other. Where people acknowledge the class divide between yeah. them in such like yeah. uh, open ways. That, like, I recognize that it's not any different than it actually is. Yeah, the resort town. You know, like, just the rich kids hang out with the rich kids. Yeah. And the kids whose parents own the deli hang out with those kids in a town like that. That's normal. You know? I mean, unfortunately, that's just, I'm sure that is a depiction of what a a tourist town in North Carolina is like. Yes. That has lots of, like, second homes and shit. Yeah. Uh, but the way they talk about it is like so like they have like weird like slurs for each other yes. and shit. Yeah, and none of them really make sense. It's really weird. Well, no, and and the way those nicknames <laughs> work, <laughs> the way those nicknames work is they're like um they're probably real and they're probably but they're probably the third version of that nickname. Yeah. They've been shortened to where we don't understand it. We don't even have the second oh, iteration yeah. of the nickname because one of them is like Coogs or something. Yeah, right? yeah. The po- uh, Pogues. Pogues. The Pogues, which I think of like Irish thing, but I don't think of that. Their thing is like that. It's the I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, like I don't get it. It's, it's annoying, weird. but really, in the end, it's the worst show on earth. Oh, because of the cliffhanger is. That was a actual that, bummer. But for the me. fact that you're so bummed is a testament to totally. how invested you were in the show. Totally. So it is a good show. But they, I just want, even if they knew the show was gonna, you know, get picked up and be out again in eight months, give me one one thing that got a little like, oh okay, so this is that guy's okay, because that's what the normal thing is now. <sighs> this one ends on, it almost ends as if. That wasn't the final episode. Yeah. Like that actually wasn't. That's the point. No, I mean that like that wasn't the actual season finale. It was like it ended one episode short of the season finale, not a series finale. It was just annoying to me. I hated it. I hated it. It made me mad. The episode where John B. and Sarah fall in love, where they go to the library. On, oh the, on the mainland. I know, to research the history of her, a sunken her ship. Her dad donated the library to Duke or some shit. Uh, and it's to to go read all the information from uh, with with uh, white gloves on to read the information about the plantation yep, so history. that they know where the treasure is. The plot is yep. to go find and then, the gold. And then she takes John B. to 
to get a suit. The tailor. The tailor he, to get a bespoke suit. Well, they can't go to the library if he oh, doesn't if look like that. Oh, if he doesn't look like a man fit to put on some white gloves. Even though all she had to do was mention that her dad donated the shit and they let her in. Yeah. It wasn't but hard for her. They didn't have... He maybe didn't they let. The maybe suit. they just let anybody in. Well, it's a library. It's a school library. So probably... But a private school library. Sure. But she has the access. He didn't need the suit. No, and the fact that but this... They, but they... They really flirted with each other while he was getting fit for the suit. Yeah, yeah. the The young romance really blossomed. Their love was was rich and instant. <laughs> the it's a terrible show. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, minute. It's so it. good. Also, a life where like you get around by boat seems great. Uh, yeah, I was interested in, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I, I, the swamp thing always, there's a, there's a reason there's like 10 swamp shows, TV shows. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a real thing. Yeah. But there, I don't, I, I cannot recall any movies or TV that's about the Outer Banks tourist Marsh. community. No. Also, they go through a bit of a quarantine in that, in this show and they lose power. There's a whole bunch of, oh yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <sighs> I, God damn it. Um, because a lot of shows now we have fucking, you know, uh, there's plots where you'd be like, well, you have a fucking phone. Give me a break. Or you have the internet. You'll find this out. They took that away from these characters by cutting the power and the phone lines. So these, they're having to solve these mysteries and have all these emergencies and shit without a cell phone or Google. They actually, again, it's brilliant. It is really good. It's so smart. It's terrible. It's the best. Oh, it's like I just can't. I, I get so frustrated with them not listening to each other that it's hard for me by like episode ten to be like, guys, really? You just you guys just found a dead body. You guys just did this. You guys just went into a well and found like eighty million dollars worth of gold. All of this has happened. At some point, can you just have a conversation with each other instead of yelling at each other and disagreeing the whole time? High stress, man. They're dumb. They're fucking fifteen. Dumb. Okay, not all fifteen-year-olds on TV could be like those idiots in Riverdale who just like run. No, they're also idiots. Corporations. They're also idiots. I hate. Have you watched the new episodes of that? Is there? Is it third? When did it come out? Like I think pretty recently. No. <gasps> Maybe I have. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I, I watched one like in January. <laughs> it's like. I think maybe. What's the? It would be season three if I haven't seen it. I think it's season four. Oh, fuck, man. Fuck all that. No. Do you need to cancel the live stream? <laughs> so that we can watch yeah. that? Probably. Uh, Do I, you like that show? Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's really bad. Yeah. I think Outer Banks was more, had like actual writers. I don't, I don't feel like Riverdale has, I feel like it's one stressed out person. <laughs> It's a stressful show. Yeah, I feel what like is it's that. I feel it like it's feel. one person, and they won't hire anybody else, and that person's just like trying yeah. their hardest. Uh, 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 oh yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I got it. Okay, here. How about this? There's something about <laughs> also the the like tone of Riverdale that's like kind of like I don't know, like the sets are like darker or something. Yeah, that show Gotham, and I know any Batman thing is always dark. Yeah. But Gotham had the same thing for me where I just got sick of the like drabness of it. Yeah. And I feel the way about Riverdale. Uh, Outer was, Banks. 
Always bright it's out. It's bright, man. They're fucking in flip flops. <laughs> They're in the marsh getting clams. They're tossing ropes out of docks and shit. <laughs> Throwing bags of ice. I love that show. Gotten fish. It's terrible. Love it. There's some writing in it that is amazing. The only thing I don't like is is the character. You know, they're, they're, the characters may be poorly written, uh, well, dialogue wise. Everything else is great. Teenagers are human. Human Homo sapien teenagers are horrible. I was scared that talking about this show too much would alienate anybody listening who hasn't seen the show. But I think we've gone a deep enough dive that everybody understands what the show is now. Yeah. You don't have to watch it now. Actually, maybe they want to watch now it. Now you do have to watch it. Maybe they're into it. Mike Manns, please watch Outer Banks so that the next time we run into you on uh, like the Kim Williams trail, that we can talk about it. Mike will like it. Yeah. I feel confident. Yeah, it's bad, but it's amazing. Um, no, Veronica Mars is the last thing I watched <laughs> and uh, that I found entertaining, and I think that show is really cool. Okay. Because um, it's similar. Is it Joss Whedon? No. Don't remember. No, it's uh no uh, It's a guy. It's somebody who's... Uh Daniels, is that who it is? Uh no. The other guy. Not the other guy. Uh no, it's the um it's same thing. Everyone in the town is either super rich or uh like super poor. Yeah. Same idea, same divide. But uh her character's amazing and I think it's really good. Sweet. Okay. Are you uh <laughs> Did you mid podcast just start texting somebody? No, I'm looking up who created. <laughs> I'm looking up who created Veronica Mars, and he's just like in my head for some reason. Oh, and he's done other cool. His shit, His name's too. Rob Thomas. Oh yeah, no Matchbox Twenty. My favorite thing about that is um, uh, the Rob Thomas thing is uh, uh, Rob Thomas makes oh. Oh, other so <laughs> Jesus. So I watched a show called I Zombie on Netflix. Love that show. And it's also I haven't caught up on oh, that one. I finished it and love it. Isn't it's, it great? It's the reason I watched Veronica Mars was because that's also Rob Thomas. Oh, okay. Who also Rob Thomas makes um uh, multi, like two cameos in I Zombie <laughs> as playing himself. Oh. The, the real Rob Thomas comes in and plays two uh two episodes. Wait, you mean the singer from Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he comes in and does a little thing in there. There's also another weird one. Uh, uh, He's really the voice of a generation. I Zombie was really fun. I'd rewatch that show, even though. How did you make it like two seasons in? Yeah, probably. I made it through where like the energy drink company. Yeah. And the boss is the guy from Wings. Yes. Uh, you haven't. You didn't get to the part where. Uh, Seattle turns into an, autom- an autonomous zombie zone. No way. Yeah. Sorry to give that away. But of course, that's where it was headed. Because that's the only way it can go. Is like, oh, we find out the zombies exist, and now Seattle is where the zombies live. Wow. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it kind of jumps the shark at that point, but I was I was totally in. Does she? And also, the boyfriend from Veronica Mars is then in the two seasons of iZombie, the last two seasons of iZombie. There's a lot of over... Uh, uh, a lot of actors. Overlap, yeah. I always like that. Doesn't that make you feel like they have a real relationship with the creator? That makes me... That's always what made me love HBO, where these people get signed to these like five TV show deals. Yeah. And then they're completely different characters on each show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it feels nice. Feels like, like in a, the family. Feels like a community theater. Yeah. 
Who's that out my window? Go away. All right. <laughs> well, is it... <laughs> Is it about time for us to start to get ready for this? It is. Thing? We have to. We have to rock now. All right. It's gonna be good. It. You guys have already enjoyed it by this point, and thanks for watching. Thank you, every one of you. Uh, Thank you, Jamie. Okay, I know. It's cool. It's cool. You, you, you. No, 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 no. You're, you're so much. You're so like stronger than I know. Your self-esteem is just fucked. It's so fucked. I know. It feels fucked right now. You don't have enough people talking about how great you are now. Ugh. Because you're a farmer during a pandemic. Ugh. You need more people calling you. Hey, uh-huh. hey. so everybody, can you don't send it to the Jamie and Travis Present email because I see those. Uh, find Jamie on your own and tell him how great he is so he stops crying like a little baby. Oh, fuck <laughs> Oh fuck you! I'm just joking. My hero, my, my my one of my greatest inspirations of the last five years is the power that Jamie wields. Oh my gosh! Shut and, up! And now he has just none of it. He's a fucking wilting shadow of a man. It's all gone. <laughs> I'm the good, I'm the strong talk. one. I'm no, the one who has my good. shit together. This is good. This is good. This is good. Fuck. Okay. All right. That's a good. Don't meet your heroes. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes, because it turns out they're weak. Oh, oh God, I have, have a headache. <laughs> oh, well, you can't cancel now. Tom's going to be here soon. <laughs> All right, that was good. Thanks, Travis. I there was really some. You just said some really nice things. <laughs> yeah, they were very veiled, but yes, it was very yeah. veiled, but appropriately veiled. Thank you. Thank All you. right, this has been Jamie and Travis present. present. Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis.